anxiety fear of the unknown and uncertainty are things that everybody goes through in this world it's part of our genetic makeup as human beings is biological that at every point in time we get a little bit scared we get a little bit anxious and when it comes to making decisions concerning what's in the future it's absolutely fine when we feel like we don't have enough information and we don't know what is going to happen in the future it's okay so i'm just here to tell you that the next time that you feel a little bit anxious the next time that you feel a bit uncertain about a decision that you are making please don't feel too special you are not the only person who goes through this phase you are not isolated in this phase we all go through it at a point in time your idols go through it your parents go through it the people you admire you look up to they also go through it anxiety the fear of the unknown and uncertainty is something that we all go through so please chill about a year ago i was really really battled with anxiety and fear why because national service was about to end and i was so scared for the first time in my life i didn't know the next step to take let me explain to you what i mean by that i mean when i was a child when i finished basic school i knew that the next goal was to go to shia high school i mean everybody in the family was expecting you to make it the next level after senior high school was to go to the university you needed guidance they were going to give it to you you needed financial support family was going to give it to you somebody was going to hold your hand and help you do something for yourself as you are trying to make it from one level to the other but after university and after national service some people's stories are different they have people who or parents or whoever that's help them figure out what they need to do next maybe give them a good job i mean tell them to come and stay home because they'll get paid or something but for me it was a different story i just couldn't afford to go back home that is it i had really worked hard during my national service days to position myself in a way that if there was any opportunity at least i'll be considered and that i was very proud of myself but when it got to that time where we had to wrap up the whole national service thing and pack our things and go i was really really anxious i was so scared and i just didn't know what to do i was having sleepless nights my bosses could see it all over my face they were constantly asking me if i'm good by the grace of god i work in a very cool environment where people care about people and you see them coming to ask you are you all right is something bothering you I just couldn't say it. I just didn't know what to do and I didn't know the next step to take. I had no idea of where I was going to go next. But then, within that phase of my life, I discovered something. I had been reading about this thing for a while, but I didn't pay much attention to it. But during those phases of my life, I realized that this was what held me down. And this is something I believe I'm going to explore for the rest of my life. I'm going to practice it as much as I can and get as much knowledge as I can concerning it. So today on the episode, I want to talk about this thing that actually helped me to overcome my anxiety, my fear and my uncertainty that came with my future when I was really scared. I had never been scared like that in my life. I was so scared for my future 
for the first time in my life. Hello Titans, my name is Rudolf Amwakwa Kono and I'm the host of the Titans Podcast, Africa's number one business development, sales and entrepreneurship. Sure, this is a community of growth where we talk about everything concerning business, emotional intelligence and productivity. Once in a while, I share with you something that is not really in the confines of these things that I've mentioned, but I think they are worthwhile and they are something that we could all apply to our life to make our life better. On today's episode of the podcast, I want to introduce you to something, a philosophy, a practice that actually helped me to overcome anxiety, to help me to go through some of my most difficult phases in life and actually help me to build some kind of resilience in my spirit. And I believe that if you begin to give it a chance and some consideration, it can actually help you. This is not some abstract kind of philosophy or some abstract theology or anything. These are very practical things that I have practiced some of them and I've seen the benefits. So once again, Titans, I want to welcome you to today's episode. My name is Rudolf Amwakuakono and on this episode, I want to talk about stoicism and how I use the concept of stoicism to overcome anxiety and build inner resilience. I want to give you an introduction in this episode and in the next episode, we will delve deeper and we'll see how we can make this beneficial to all of us as we try to make life better. So once again, you are welcome. Stick and stay as we delve deeper into the concept of stoicism and how to use it to overcome anxiety and build inner resilience. Welcome again. I don't clearly remember the person who introduced me to the concept of stoicism by something I found on the internet that I just wanted to delve deeper and find out what exactly this kind of philosophy was all about. But one thing I remember is that the first story quote that actually stuck in my head is the one by Marcus Aurelius. That's on my wall. I have it framed on my wall. That's the impediment to action advances action. What starts in the way becomes the way. That's the first quote that I actually got from Stoicism from Marcus Aurelius. I am beginning to identify myself more as a stoic. I'm putting it in my bios. I'm adding it to my descriptions on the, on the internet here and there. I am still a baby stoic. I'm trying to find more about it. But so far, what I have seen and what I have read and what I have practiced have been so helpful to me. That's how I want to use this opportunity to talk to people about it open them up to this philosophy and see how they can also make some improvement in their life. This is not a philosophy that is going to take you from sadness to happy. No, this is not one that is going to put you in a heavy state or have you figure everything out. No, that is not the point. But as I've said over and over on this show, and as I've said in physical interactions with people, life is just about improvement and progress. Every day, I'm just trying to just move a little bit further than where I was yesterday. And that's all it is about. The stories are people who are constantly seeking for improvement in their life. Life is not a destination where we are going somewhere to get to a point. No, we are just trying to better it bit by bit. So you might ask me, what's this thing that I'm talking about? Well, it's, it's basically philosophy, practical philosophy. That's what I, I think I'll call it. Because the philosophy that people learn in school, even in Ghana and even globally, can be quite abstract and quite boring. It's all about theory. But this particular one I'm talking about is quite practical for me because 
the things are quite realistic and you can actually do them and see the benefits in how you feel and how you do your things. History tells us that Stoicism started in Athens, I mean, which was the seat of civilization at one point in the human history. It started from Zeno of Athens, who, according to writing and documentation, we can credit as the first person who actually popularized Stoicism and who began to teach his students about Stoicism, the benefit of Stoicism. Let's just assume that Zeno is a uh, SME feet, those days people were really tall. And SME feet is too tall though. But those those days people were really tall, yeah. Let's just say Zeno is seven feet, very bearded, very handsome man who gathers some four or five people in his porch and teaches them about this philosophy, teaches them about ways they can make life better. History changes. Like if you if you're a big fan of history, you realize that the world evolves but then it has a way of repeating itself just that it takes long periods of time so i believe that maybe the kind of life that we are living today might be similar to the kind of life that the people in athens which is the capital of greece which was the seat of civilization at that time were also living because they have the most current form of invention they had the most smartest kind of people at that time socrates those people were all people who were greek so they had a similar kind of lifestyle maybe not with the gadgets and with their phones and things but they they had inventions you should always know that the thing that we consider outmoded history was one time the talk of the day so i believe that this was something very very practical that people found benefit to their life if but they would not even listen to Zeno of Ethics. So that's a brief history of Stoicism. It has evolved. A lot of people have practiced it and I'm going to share with you some of them so that you know that these people and the concepts that I'm talking about is not for slouch or people who they achieve anything in life. So the primary idea that Stoicism seeks to put out is that we have I mean, four main virtues of life that we all need to practice. Self-control, courage, justice, and wisdom. And that's it. And it is these things that when we put them together, we can be able to have a better life and a more improved life. The stories actually want to teach us that we, we can't control. Mostly, we can't control or rely on anything outside. What's, what's ours to control? So there are lots of things that are beyond us, but then we have this kind of pride as human beings that everything is in our control. Everything is our decision to make. But no, there are so many things that we have no control over. But then because of the illusion that we have control over them, we, we suffer and uh, we get pain for those things when they begin to go wrong. Epictetus, one of the, the story philosophers actually says that our ability to use our reason to choose how we categorize, respond, and reorient ourselves to external events is basically what they want to teach us as stories. That is the foundation. I mean, perspective, control, action. Those are the things that form the basis of stoicism in general. So if you read history, I just want to give you some names of some people who 
uh, stores so that you don't think that the stocks are just marcus aurelius was once an emperor of rome historians actually consider him and his reign as one of the most peaceful areas ever in the history of the world and before the historian will durant in their book the lessons of history actually called marcos aurelius as one of the wisest king ever and a king who actually considered the needs of his people this is a roman emperor and the roman empire was a big deal this man was historic seneca lucius and now seneca one of my favorite stocks ever was also the king's advisor this is a man who rose from slavery to become a prominent figure in life there are so many of them but these are two of my favorite epictetus was a great teacher currently just there a few of them in modern times Ralph Waldo Emerson was historic. Adam Smith was historic. If you don't know Adam Smith, Adam Smith is the first person to the, the father of economics. He came out with classical economics. If you don't know Ralph Waldo Emerson, he's a big businessman. If you don't know Ryan Holiday, he has written so many books. All these people, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, all these people have quoted, they have admired, or they have practiced stories at one point or the other in their life. So the idea that I want to give to you is that these people and the people that practice stoicism are not people who are people, people who are the achievers. Because most of the times people have this conception that philosophy is for mediocre people. People have, have this conception that it is people who have not made it in life. I think they also have the same idea when it comes to religion. That people who have not made it in life, people who are not affluent, people who have not been cutting to the apex who are not financially stable or whatever it is are the people who resort to philosophy or cling to, to religion or whatsoever which is not entirely true because from the people that i have cited these are great men these are men that have achieved so much in this world these are people who have transformed the world with their wisdom marcus aurelius is a godfather when it comes to stoicism the book meditations that he his personal journal that he kept has been handed down over so many years to us that we still have a puppy to read the letters of seneca is an amazing book that everybody should try and read seneca's letter on the shortness of life and momentum very is beautiful everybody should try and get a copy and read these are things that are solid that you can actually practice in your life so the stories are no slouch their stories are no mediocre people who are just wallowing in poverty and do not have anything to do. And because of, of the poverty that has engulfed them, they decide to come up with theories or any abstract kind of things. No, that's not the point. There are three main ways or three main things that, as I've said, Stoicism seeks to preach to us. They are the tenets of the philosophy. I mean, the foundation of which everything about Stoicism and its practice is based on one, the discipline of perception, how we see and we perceive things around us, how we are able to look at situations, how we are able to form perspective from the things that happen to us, those that are our own choices and those that are bestowed upon us by nature or by the misfortune of somebody or anything. Two, it also talks about the discipline of action, the decisions and actions we take and what we do and what to do and to what end we do it. The discipline of will, how we do with the things we cannot change, attain clear and convincing judgment. Also come to a true understanding of our place in the world. 
but I have actually added one thing to it for me personally that I think has really helped me but it has brought some kind of consciousness that is memento mori which basically talks about how feet in our life on earth is and how quick we are all going to die I know you are going to die but and I know I'm also going to die but before I got introduced to stoicism it wasn't in my face as it is now I just want to draw your attention to it that the people around you are going to die soon you are going to die soon in the next hundred years I don't think most of us will be around a lot of people that we know are going to leave us and that's scary to me but at the same time it propels me to treat people better and try to treat people better and also to take action on my dreams and my goals knowing that i don't have so much time so these are the four things one i think perspective and perception is very important action why are we doing what we are doing and to what end are we doing it will i mean what can we control and what can we not control and the last thing death the fact that death comes every day there's a concept in stoicism that says that you should never consider yourself that you are 24 years old no you should say that i've died 24 years i've been here for 24 years and i've died 24 years so this is just an introduction to the concept of stoicism this thing has really helped me and that is why i'm actually speaking about it on the podcast this is an article that i'm going to share so by controlling our perceptions the stories tell us we can find mental clarity in directing our actions properly and justly we will be effective in utilizing and aligning our will we will find a wisdom and perspective to do with anything the world puts before us memento mori has helped me number my days and live with some intention and purpose I am learning to practice these principles in my life. One area that I've improved the most is perspectives and perceptions. I have greatly come to the understanding that my day-to-day choices are mine to make and I defy anything that happens to me. I have the ability to deduce whatever I want to from any situation. There have been days that I have fallen outside of these practices, but it is alright. Habits take some time to change, so I believe. Thinking about my days on earth has changed me and helped me prioritize better. You and I know that a lot of human beings give priority over some damn bad shit. They get worried and fast over things that are very unnecessary and crappy. And we hold on to our ego so much. I am a big victim of this sometimes. But I am gradually learning that death comes quicker than I expect and the people I have with me will live very soon. We are just a tiny group of passengers in this life we are living. I must love and like myself but I need to forgive, let things slide and live. These are what's the stories do for me. Death also breathes some action in me and I like it. When I think about me dying and old age catching up with me, I get to understand why I should do the things I want to do as early as I can because I don't have so much time as I think I do. Hello Titans, my name is Rudolph Amakua Kuno once again and I'm the host of the Titans podcast, Africa's number one business development, sales and entrepreneurship show. On this show, we talk about anything concerning business, sales, productivity, and anything that we can share with our community members to make our lives better. This is a place where I come to talk to you about ways that we, I, and you can make our lives better. On today's episode of the podcast, I am talking about how I was able to build resilience in my daily life and how I was able to overcome anxiety in my darkest days and when I was really scared. I am giving you an introduction 
to something I discovered and practices that I are. I am practicing. I am giving you an introduction to something I discovered and practices that I am taking and I took previously to make my life better and to keep me going in my darkest of days. So that's all I have been talking about on today's episode of the Titans podcast. Join uh, the kids down. This is what I have to do. This is the some of us are stressed. This I quoted from Ryan Holiday. Others are overworked. So this is the concluding matter. As I wrap up on today's episode, this is what I want to say. And I'm quoting from Ryan Holiday in one of his books, The Daily Stories, a 365-page book that talks about one thing every day when it comes to the issues of stoicism for 365 days. This is what he says. Some of us are stressed, others are overworked. Perhaps you are struggling with the new responsibilities of parenthood or the chaos of a new venture. Or you are already successful and grappling with the duties of power or influence. Wrestling with an addiction, deeply in love, or moving from one flawed relationship to another. Are you approaching your golden years or enjoying the spoils of youth? Busy and active or bored out of your mind? Whatever it is, whatever you are going through, there is wisdom from the story that can help. In fact, many cases they have addressed explicitly in terms that feel shockingly modern. That's what we are focusing on and that is what I am introducing you to. One of these days, when you get onto the internet, just google popular stoic books and read one of it and thank me later when you do. Once again, this is the Titans Podcast, Africa's number one business development sales and entrepreneurship show. If you like the community that we are trying to build, when you press play on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and you listen to the episode, read the episode, share with a friend who you think will need it, tell a friend about the pod so that we can be able to increase the numbers, we can be able to solidify our presence, we can be able to reach out to more people and make a bigger impact in everybody's life as we all try to improve our life on a daily basis. Once again, stand tall and stand firm. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. And stoicism is characterized by a rejection of pleasure as the standard of human happiness and human felicity. Stoicism takes the position that the wise man, the good man, the philosopher, is a man who lives in accordance with nature. He fears only abdicating his moral responsibility. He is not afraid of pain. He is not afraid of death. He is not afraid of poverty. He is not afraid of any of the vicissitudes of the human condition. He fears only that he should let himself down and that he should be less than a complete human being.